0: Using the voice feature and using the video feature in the DMs, Mm. you will get a response back from a personal video DM that you send someone like 50 times greater than you would just texting out a message no matter who it is, whether it's a big time influencer, entrepreneur, or just your friend, Chris, if someone sees your face and there's a personal message and it's a video, like they're going to at least try to be like, oh man, I I should respond to this guy with at least something like he took all this time out of his day to send me something like, yeah, you should do that.
1: Welcome to the Micro Influencer Podcast, the show where you'll get real marketing secrets straight from the expert's mouth to help you grow your influence. I'm your host, Blake Emmel. Today, I'm speaking with Aaron Patton, who is a fellow podcast host of the New Age Influencers Podcast, and we are going to discuss how to use DMs properly. This is something that applies to almost every social media platform, can even apply to email, text messaging. These principles are going to be really helpful understanding how to set yourself up for success when you're DMing, what not to do, what you should be doing, and ultimately how to reach your goals through DMs. So stick around to the very end where Aaron will give you his biggest piece of advice based on his experience so far. Without any further ado, let's start learning with Aaron. Perfect. We are live on the podcast today with Aaron Patton, where we're going to be talking about prospecting and networking, but through some different channels that maybe we haven't discussed here on the podcast before. Before we get into that, Aaron, how's your day going? Fantastic, Blake. Thanks for
0: having me on and hello, everyone.
1: Super excited. I would love to get some context on you as a person, as a professional, before we dive into the details here. So just to give the audience an idea of who they're, who they're working with here. Could you just give us the story of your career so far briefly as to where you started to how you got where you are now?
0: Sure, absolutely. So myself and just a regular guy, I went through life just a regular path like most of us do. I was just accepted to go to high school, try to get good grades, go to college, get a job, right? The normal path that we're all used to and accustomed to. And I, my parents had done that. They were good students. And that was the just accepted way. So I didn't really have any thoughts to do anything else like entrepreneurship wise or or any other path. That That was my journey. So went to college, got a job in sales and worked at about four or five different companies in sales and software, software as a service companies, and then really just hit a wall in my later 20s and decided that I don't want to do this long term. So I essentially started over I quit my job, I did a little traveling, was playing a little poker, that was a serious hobby of mine, so trying to chase the the dream of not really waking up and going to an office every day like so many of us uh, dream about, and I I quickly realized that I don't want to spend all my time in a casino, so I decided that I wanted to take some of the reasons why I did love that game and parlay it into a more productive and business-oriented manner, so I came up with podcasting, content creation, first and foremost, just to learn how to do online business, but also to be creating content at the same time. So kind of learning with the audience. And then it's been about 15 months now. And I feel like I'm in a place where I can you know, actually launch something decent on my own and help people um, in their endeavors for what they want to do online. So that's the, the route that I'm going for this year. And I'm putting a hard focus on. Uh, building up a little community and membership group to enable people to do just that.
1: And what would you say your professional superpower is? Professional
0: superpower for me is definitely prospecting. It's getting in touch with the right people, (coughs) excuse me, the right people, the decision makers, people that are are actually going to be able to either purchase a product or service, like in my sales job, or in this case for podcasting, be a guest on the show, mm. and part of my show for New Age influencers is to try to get people that are really living a true online, you know, dream-based lifestyle. And uh, sometimes it's really hard to get in touch with these people, but I, I felt like it was my duty to to try as hard as I can to get as high-quality guests as possible, so that uh, they can give back advice and lessons that they've used in their lives to attain success and give it back to the audience. So that's what I try to do every single week, week in and week out.
1: Well, let's dive into your superpower then and start with the the very foundation. I'm curious how you would recommend going about starting to establish yourself. So if, if first off, how you can identify the proper niche for you and then beyond that, just establishing yourself as somebody that anybody should listen to.
0: Yeah, sure. So I think. First it comes down to, you know, like what Gary Vee always says, is self-awareness, right? You need to figure out what drives you, what what you actually enjoy doing, what you have fun doing because the internet game, content creation game, it's a hard game. And there's a lot of effort on the front end with minimal payoff, but if you keep with it and stick with it, the payoff will come eventually. But the the, the regular person in society doesn't have that mindset, so it's very hard for them to keep at something for that long without an actual payoff. So that's why I say um, part of my whole shtick is the new age lifestyle, which is the internet lifestyle. But part of that is really having fun first. So whatever you want to try to pursue, make sure that you at least are interested in it or have fun. I see so many people out there making the, the mistake that they think that they want to be a social media guru or they think they want to... Be a real estate agent online, or they think they want to be this or that, when in reality, they really just want to do that because they see other people having success in it and they think that that's what glamour looks like. But that's really not the case. You got to figure out what drives you, like whether it's a hobby, fishing, or whether it's something that you're doing right now professionally, whatever you're doing. If you enjoy it, keep with it. But if you don't, don't be afraid to switch it up and make sure that you can actually pursue something that you can commit to. And if you don't know what that is, well, the only really way to find that out is to experiment with different things and try it out. And it's okay to experiment and fail and not you know, continue to pursue that path if it's not right for you. But that's the first part. So the first part is just finding out what, what lights you up and what you have fun doing. And then the second part is creating a plan and a concept where you can be proud to pitch it to people. So for me, for the podcast, I came up with this concept uh, because I really enjoy talking to different types of people in the poker arena and learning their stories so i i said to myself i want to do this in online business so i wanted to learn from people doing it um, out there in the space and i pursued them on the d and instagram in the dms and i just prospected my head off and i pitched them the concept of new age influencers is i want to give the people that don't have knowledge knowledge from the people who have it and so Mm -hmm. that was my concept pitch I was very regimented with it. I took all the skills that I had learned in software sales and applied it to pretty much Instagram DMs. Yes, I would have some email reach outs if people weren't responding to DMs, but it was mainly DMs. I had a whole Excel spreadsheet. I had all my prospects of guests that I wanted to have on the show. I would reach out to them. I would mark whether they saw the message or not. I would mark whether they responded back, if they committed to being a guest, if they showed up, all the different data behind the scenes i was just very organized with it at the start and i got a lot of no's at the beginning like Mm -hmm. anyone you know would get when you're starting something new it's not going to be easy because you don't have any established reputation or social proof yet so i would reach out to maybe 100 people maybe 20 percent of them would actually get back to me and then maybe half of those people would say that they're on board for an interview and then maybe half of those people would show up so 100 reach outs Three interviews, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's a hard, but I, I, and, and a lot of people wouldn't have that if they weren't reaching out, if they were reaching out to more, you know, kind of reg, regular, you know, people that haven't made it already, but I wanted to differentiate my show. Whereas I wanted to start out with a bang, people that had some social influence online for that credibility factor. So that's why I put in so much effort to try to get really good guests right from the get.
1: I have, I, have, I do have a question regarding the the DM thing. So you you mentioned if maybe on average you outreach to 100 people, maybe you'll get three interviews in return. OK, so that's 3% conversion rate. You can live with that. You're at least you're getting interviews. I'm curious, though, because often the advice that we get as side hustlers is you have to be consistent for long periods of time. You have to be OK with not seeing results up front to get results down the road. But. Yeah. There are certain instances where it just doesn't work, where whatever your idea is, it's just not going to work. And I'm curious if you have any ideas as to when to actually quit, when to actually stop. If there are any indicators that you've seen that say consistency really isn't going to fix this.
0: Got it. Yeah, no, that's a great question. So, first, I would say that do your best to make it as good as possible, like as good of a pitch as possible. So, for me, I already had like, good looking cover art already done. I had the show concept in my head so it was clear for me. It wasn't like I was reaching out to these people like, you know, in a shy manner or shy nature. I was mm-hmm. like, no, I was like, this is what I'm doing. Like if you're on board, fantastic. Would love to have you as a pioneer guest. If not, no worries. Have a good day. Like I, I was I was explicit with it like that. But what I would say is if you're reaching out to a bunch of people and you're not getting even a three or four or five percent conversion rate on what you're sending out no matter what you're doing, it doesn't have to be podcasting. It could be a, a YouTube show or it could just be like feedback on a product, whatever. I would say that you should just go to your immediate circle of family and friends and ask them what they think of it and then take that feedback, but, but mirror it against strangers' feedback. So not only go to your inner circle of family and friends, uh, and ask them what they think, like, honestly, because a lot of them would just not want to hurt your feelings. But just be like, honestly, tell me what you think of this. Is it, is it a good idea or not? And you will not hurt my feelings if you say no. You have to have you have to have a strong back. And then go to maybe some random meetup groups in your area, in your city, or online or whatever, and or Facebook groups, and post something and ask people for feedback on the idea and the concept. So that way you're getting immediate feedback from the people that you're closest to and also feedback from people that are strangers. And if the consensus is maybe you should work on some things a little more or your message is not clear on who it's for or what you're doing, or you just feel like people are suggesting things because they don't think that your idea is the best, you know, probably no one's going to come out right and say your idea sucks. Right. But, you know, you can kind of tell if people aren't truly on board with what you're pitching, if they're not using exclamation points or happy about <laughs> what you're doing or whatever, like right. you can, you can tell. So that's what I would say, you know, first, first, do it your best, your ability, reach out. And if you're just not getting any responses, like reaching out hundred people and not getting anything back, like maybe something's wrong there, go to your friends and family, go to some strangers, figure it out. And if they say that it could be improved then just rework it a little bit, and try again. But uh, a lot of people are too stubborn to do that, um, unfortunately, but that's just the way that it has to go.
1: Yeah, I I appreciate that because I want to lay the foundation for this whole thing before we actually get into the tactics of doing the outreach, which is the second part of it. But part one is the behind the scenes stuff that nobody sees, all the setup. And now that we've kind of covered that, I would love to go through a couple of different formats that you could do outreach through. So DMs, podcasting and other content creation as well that have worked for you we can start you you've already touched a lot on the dm side of things i'm curious if there if there are any other really practical tips that people can use that you've seen really make for more effective conversion conversions on dms
0: got it yeah so i mean the 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 biggest one that i would say and it's it's pretty obvious once i say it but a lot of people just don't take advantage of it and that's using the voice feature And using the video feature in the DMs, Mm. you will get a response back from a personal video DM that you send someone like 50 times greater than you would just texting out a message, no matter who it is, whether it's a big time influencer, entrepreneur, or just your friend, Chris, Mm -hmm. like, you know, if someone sees your face, and there's a personal message, and it's a video like they're going to at least try to be like oh man i I should respond to this guy with at least something like he took all this time out of his day to send me something like yeah you should you should do that so and then a step down is voice voice dm but i like the voice dm better because i can do a lot more of them in a shorter period of time video dms that takes a lot of time especially if you're sending like 25 30 35 a day or more Mm -hmm. so the, the voice dm i mean especially as me as a podcaster i'm using my voice all the time so i just I, I just pump out voice DMs all the time, and it doesn't even have to be to people I'm trying to, you know, prospect or get on guests. Just people that maybe have liked a photo of mine or interacted with the con- uh, podcast account or given a comment. To be like, hey man, I appreciate you taking some time to interact with the account. Let me know if you ever have any opinions or feedback on the recent episode. Would love to hear your your opinion or something like that. You know, just something light. And, you know, it just works magic for so many different reasons, whether you're, again, thanking someone or you're actually prospecting. So that, that's the reason I'm so high on the, the, the DMs is because you can do voice mm-hmm. and you can do video. And, and I think you can on most of the social media platforms, maybe I, I have to double check, but Instagram's my main my main gig as to where I spend my time. And if they are just not responding or they never see the DMs, I go to email and I try email. And I just send some short, um, concise emails to the point with good subject lines to make sure that, you know, someone can actually see it, whether it's their assistant or themselves or whoever.
1: Well, why you mentioned uh, the email, so what what are some of the little tricks that go into a good subject line? And then we'll move on to uh, some podcasting stuff.
0: Yeah. So I, I really, I just always think like, put yourself in the end person's shoes and that's what social media and sales is at the end of the day it's like how are you making other people feel or how do other people perceive what you're sending them so if you send an email with a subject with all caps saying free something like some chances are it's not going to get open because they get tons of emails like that Mm -hmm. so I, i the first little tip i always keep it lowercase never uppercase so it's you know when you get an email from a friend you know they don't take the time to like punctuate or make it nice capitals and things like it's just like lowercase like hey can you look at this or something like it, it doesn't even have to be truly about the message but it should relate in some way or like hey can you look at this for a second like that's much more laid back conversational than here's a message for mr something something or whatever like just try to keep it casual keep it light and just what would a friend send you and and then do that you know whatever your
1: topic is and that probably applies across the board to DMs or any other way you get outreach is probably just being a little bit more personable than robotic.
0: Yeah. Really on anything. The key to, yeah. I mean, we can go into tons of keys to selling, but like, you know, sales, just networking and everything like people, you know, if you're someone that's going up and you're, and people can tell that you've said this a million times to the millions of different people and it's just been practice and there's no like personality or personable approach involved. Like, they can sense that, and that's going to make people feel kind of gross on the inside. <laughs> you just want to be real with people For sure. on the phone, you know, in person, whatever. Just be a real person, especially this decade. Like it's just going to get more and more important because there are so many, you know, fake "quote unquote" fake people out there trying to do it um, and trying to, you know, maybe either scam or just pretend they're something they're not. So it's a breath of fresh air when you come across someone that actually can help you or do what they say they're going to do and do it in a real
1: nature. Let's, let's go into podcasting then and prospecting and outreach specifically through podcasts.
0: In what context do you mean?
1: Yeah, so just, I, I guess, what's the most effective way to do that? I guess if you, if you are a podcaster, for example, looking to get guests on your show or looking to get listeners, what's the most effective strategy you've seen for, for doing that, for reaching out to those potential prospects?
0: Uh, like just the details of what I say in the DMs. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I keep it light and casual, and I I try to exude you know confidence and and just believing in what I'm saying, and it helps right now because I've done it for 15 months, so I have an established guest bank of people that they can be like, oh, okay, he's done a lot of episodes with some good people, like I I should actually take a look at this. Mm. But really, what I would I mean, I would just send a quick voice DM. I mean, really, I just say something like well, like Hey Blake. My name's Aaron. I host the New Age Influencers podcast. Uh, I just want to say, man, I absolutely love your content, your message, what you're about. I think you'd be a fantastic guest for the show. If you ever have interest in being a featured guest, I would love to have you. It's real quick. It's over Zoom. It's only an hour. It won't take a lot of time on your part, and it'll be good to to boost you out and spread your your overall awareness and PR or whatever. Like I switch it up, you know, depending on the guest. But that's like the bare skeleton of it. Something quick, light, making sure that they understand that I actually took some time to look at their content, you know, maybe throw Mm -hmm. something custom in there like that shows that I actually watched the video of theirs rather than just generically spitting that I want to have them as a (laughs) guest. So that's key too. right? Um, And uh, yeah, and and using my voice and just, and reinforcing the fact that, you know, I do most of my interviews remote like this. So it's very easy for them to hop on a Zoom call for 45 minutes to an hour, no matter how busy they are. And I let them know that I'll work around their schedule and do it when it's convenient for them. So, and then help, you know, amplify their message. And at this point in time, the podcast myself has been ranked across the world in multiple countries. So I can throw that in there sometimes to, you know, establish credibility. But yeah, it's just podcasting is just a build up game like anything online. You just keep going, you keep going, you keep going, and you'll get better and better and better. And you'll also get more people and more people, more people. And if you're not, Getting more listens, or you're, you feel like you're hitting a stagnation of some sort, then you can pivot. You can try something new. Um, that's the beauty about it. Content creation doesn't have to be the same just because you start out as one thing doesn't mean you have to do that forever. Like, you can definitely change up your your practice.
1: And going more outside the box, I guess how how could you start prospecting? You're trying to reach out to people through content creation, whether you're on Instagram or LinkedIn or Twitter. Like, how can you use your own content? as a source of trying to reach people.
0: Yeah, well that's, I mean, that's just the backbone. That's like something that you just need to have in place. So like if you're reaching out in the DMs and you are, you're you in an Instagram account that has no profile picture and you haven't posted anything, like it doesn't matter how great of a DM you send, no one's gonna respond to you. You have to at least have some uh, content in there Or like have it point have your new account pointed to an already established other account, like something, whether it's your personal account, whether it's a concept based account, like maybe you just post like video clips of sports clips and you're a sports podcast, like whatever. Like just just make sure you have some type of established content bank. And you don't have to overthink this. Literally you just post I mean if you post once a day for a month straight, that's thirty pieces of content, thirty pictures or images, you know, or videos or whatever around what you like doing or around yourself or again, whatever your, your strategy is. And then you need to couple that with your DM strategy. So that's a good point to make is that if you don't have any content or if you don't have a backbone for any of your accounts, it doesn't matter how good you are at DMs, no one's going to get back to you. And on the contrary, if you have a great looking account with fantastic content, really value driven advice in your captions and everything, but you never DM anyone, you know, no one's ever going to... Interact. So, like, just because you build something online does not mean anyone will care in the beginning. Oh, yes. No one's going to just go and listen to your podcast or watch your YouTube videos or watch your LinkedIn videos without you like actively trying to reach out to some people or actively engaging with, you know, like minded people in the community. So, if you just expect people to like your stuff and watch your videos without you ever liking other people's stuff or watching other people's videos in the beginning. You're kind of running a fool's errand. So it's social media for a reason. You got to be social both ways. If you want something, you got to give something, but make sure that you're giving more than you're trying to receive. So that's the key is just always be giving, helping people, giving advice, providing value. And over time, if you continue doing that consistently, then it will come back to you in gold.
1: I love that. And I have one final general question that I ask all of my guests. And basically it's this, if I compiled a bunch of our listeners in one single room, so some side hustlers and micro influencers and some young entrepreneurs, people just starting out. And I put you at the front of that room and gave you a microphone. And I said, Hey, just give us one piece of life advice based on your personal experience so far. What would that life advice be?
0: I forget who says this quote, but it would be the one that i always kind of refer back to in my own head is the biggest risk in life is never taking any mm-hmm. so that's what i would say and i would probably expand upon that a little bit but it's just really important to just take some risks you know you don't have to go crazy quit your job like me you don't have to do any of that just just make sure you're trying some new things out experimenting because way too, peop- too way too many people these days are living in fear, are living in a state of, I don't know if I should do this or do that or what will people think? Like, just, just try to take some risks, start out small and gradually get bigger. Social media is really just a, a muscle building game. In the beginning, you're gonna be like, should I be posting this? Should I be doing this? What will my friends say, what mm. my aunt say? But, you know, after you do it for a while, it just becomes like a muscle, it gets stronger, just like working out. It's just gonna, you're gonna eventually not care you're just going to do what's best for you. You're going to try to help people in what you care about, and it's going to go forward. And No matter how you do that, whether it's social media, podcasting, I mean, it could just be in your job, like taking a risk for asking for a promotion or taking a risk by trying to help your CEO implement a new strategy to help the uh, team be more productive, something like just take some risks, because the worst thing that will happen is you'll fail or someone will say no. And guess what? you will You'll have no regrets. So... Having I mean, no regrets is the big one. And I think that's the one that eats away at people if they get to you know, older ages or you know, in the retirement homes, you hear all those stories, right? Is regrets the biggest thing that will, will eat away at you? So make sure to try a bunch of things. It's much better to fail than to have regrets. That's how I always live.
1: Love it. I, I want to give you a chance to just talk briefly about what you're working on right now, where people can find you online. If there are any projects that you have that you want people to check out,
0: Sure. I appreciate it. So again, my name is Aaron Patton. Uh, my podcast is called New Age Influencers. It's up on all the streaming services. You can tell Siri or Alexa just to, to go listen to it as I'm sure you can with this one once it's mm-hmm. out. And my website is AaronBPatton.com. So A-A-R-O-N, B as in boy, Patton, P-A-T-T-O-N.com. You can get to everything from there. And uh, it's the same for my username on Instagram. You can get to all my accounts. I have multiple accounts on Instagram, Aaron B Patton. But thanks so much, Blake, for having me on. I appreciate it. Hopefully, it was helpful for uh, everyone listening.
1: Yeah, again, Aaron Patton, go follow him. Love, love what you're doing, and go check it. Go check him out. Send him a DM, and uh, he'll tell you if it was a good DM or not. That's a, that's a great way <laughs> to get better at this. <laughs> Absolutely, man. All right, have a great day, Aaron. Thanks for listening to the Micro Influencer Podcast. The show has received so much positive feedback, and I've had so many great guests come on. That the show is officially moving to three episodes per week. Two of the episodes will be the guest interviews you've come to love, featuring pros who have tested out what you're doing now and can save you years of your time with their advice. The third episode each week will be a much shorter snippet of my learnings and advice for the week. Please support the show by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, leaving a review, or sharing an episode with a friend or colleague. And if you have any questions or just want to see what this thing is that I'm building, visit microinfluential.com. You can even listen to the website. That's microinfluential.com. Have a fantastic day.